Hello and welcome to Why a Podcast, a podcast where we answer the questions you didn't think to ask or were too lazy to Google. I'm Laser the Day, uh, just this funny boy, Ellery. <laughs> I'm Matthew the Laughing Before the Podcast Starts Slaza. And I'm Keon the Haha Written All Over My Body, Jared Leto Boozar. All right, guys, let's be real. I just want to go right at the gate. We finally have a topic that's about us. This week's topic is not funny. Um, <laughs> we sure are all fools. Oh, yes. This week's topic is fool. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Like that movie. Great start. Great start. <laughs> ha, fooled you. This week's topic is Joker. <laughs> we did it. And that's the real one because the third time is the real one. As they always say, hey guys, uh, let's just be real. Let's let's be real for a second before we get on our god darn jokes. Uh, how are we all doing? Oh, hey. Yeah, just just a little check-in. How are we doing? He's just oh He's just, you know what he's, well, no, you know I'm, how Keon does it. I'm just, pissed off. Yeah, but for the audience, I ordered, I because... I was just like, I'm going to be a good good keto boy, so I'm going to order some gummy bears that are sugar-free, and I, they came in, and they said sugar-free, and they still had carbs, and so I broke my cheat, I cheated a little bit, and now I've went and had six s'mores, so I'm a little on edge. Wait, you, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 wait a, a second. <laughs> you, you know, cir- a circle gets a square. I just had to, you know, I, I cheated a little bit, so, you know, in for a penny, in <laughs> for a pound. If you're going to break, break hard. Exactly. Break fast. Six sports? They Six were just sports? sitting there. Okay, first of all, I i mean, I had them left over from cheat day, so... Okay, like, that's fair. I was... Also, uh, for the dude, record, I said s'mores wrong twice, so, I mean, if anyone's an idiot here, it's me. I mean... Everyone at home, buy a heat gun and use that to make your... to, to heat up the marshmallows. It's... They were stale marshmallows, and they were still so goddamn good. Like, okay. Everyone um, at home, buy heat gun. Listen, here's what you're going to do. You're going to break into the heat gun. You have to learn a little bit of electrical engineering. You are going to modify and amplify the heat that will dispense with this heat gun. Overtake all any right, foolproofing so things. Now, you are going I'm... to melt your enemies. And when you melt <laughs> your enemies, you will scream, laser made me do it. Laser made me do it. Laser made me do it. And that will not be a defense, and you will go to jail. Matt? How are you doing? Laser. <laughs> I'm doing much better now. <laughs> and you're I welcome. Was before. <laughs> uh, no, I'm excited. I'm uh, I'm about to go on vacay. Uh, Hell yeah. For hey. a little bit. Oh, where some, are you going, some, Matt? Some fam. I'm going to uh, the land of the cheese. Ah. Wisconsin. Colorado. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to visit Brie Larson. Mm. Yeah, that's where she lives because her name is Cheese. Cheese Thief. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, um, laser. Yes. Oh, oh, thank you for asking. Wow. Um, every I, uh, time? Every time. Well, I mean, you know, you know what I wouldn't have to do every time? If y'all fucking asked, I wouldn't have to do, <laughs> do it every time. we're not polite? Like, yeah. the entire point of this podcast is that we're irreverent. Why would we ask you? I allow you to talk about your personal feelings, and you slight me every time. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm doing really bad. Let's do this podcast. Oh my Let's jump right in. We're going to be asking you one why question each. The others will guess the answers, and I'll be goddamned if we don't let you know why. Who would like to begin? Let me go. Okay. Let him go. Free Keon. Let him go. Yes, hashtag Let free Keon. Oh. He's not in a palace anymore. By the way, yeah, the Frozen 2 tra- trailer actually just came out, and it was okay. I- I've heard it's it's pretty decent. Yeah. So um, my question for <laughs> you guys is, yeah, yeah, my question for you guys is, why are there so many goddamn jokers? 
Why are there so many goddamn jokers? Well, you see, uh, society nowadays has made us all into clowns. Let's be real. Mm. You, we're all fools. We're all just just laughing, just trying to to take away the edge, you know. And we're all just we're all just little fools, little jokers. Because what the fuck else are we supposed to do? I wake up in the morning and I go, might as well tell jokes because the alternative is to exist. Oof. So I'm I'm doing great, guys. <laughs> oh no so matt um, your answer that's dark anyway uh so as keon knows uh there's a multiverse right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, totally totally there's, there's the multiverse that we exist in um therefore one joker here millions of jokers part of the multiverse that's mm-hmm. the clear answer there but if you were to stop there, you'd be, as Laser so succinctly called us all, uh, a fool. And, you know, real quick, uh, by parallel universe theory that there's an infinite amount, that means there's an infinite amount of jokers. And you're not wrong. Yeah, that's a point. Yeah, if, if Warner Brothers has their fucking way, there'll be pl- plenty. And, like, I thought you were going to say, when you said, as Laser said, you would be a fool, I thought you would say you'd be as blind as a bat. Because... Hey everybody! I'm gonna talk about Batman. Oh, oh, he fucking shoehorned our ass, dude. Mm-hmm. You see that segue? That is the roughest segue I've ever been on. Um, so <laughs> you didn't get it from Brookstone, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you got a Walmart segue, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I got the I got the off brand. It was uh, not Brookstone. It's like Bookstone, like <laughs> the one the one that says segue, but it's like it's it's got two E's and a GG. He got a Brook Rock segue. <laughs> <laughs> there, there we go. Brook Rock. Oh, that's good. Creek there Rock. Go. Um, Streamstone. Uh, <laughs> we're we're all so off the rails today. I'm excited. Oh yeah, we're we're jokers. We're 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 fools. We're Boo Boo the Clown. Let's go. Oh my god. So for everyone out there that doesn't know, um, the Joker is one of the main antagonists or the main antagonist in the Batman series of comic books for Detective Comics or DC. Which people say DC Comics. That's technically. Uh, what's that called? Redundant? Because DC yeah, is... Yeah, it's like the ATM machine. <laughs> yeah, yes. I do want to say Detective Comics is my name if I was a private investigator. Hey, I'm uh, Detective Comics here to save the day. How are you doing? Yeah, so uh, Detective Comic Comics. Uh, and so, uh, fucking, where is it? <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at my research. <laughs> so where is it? <laughs> are you there, God? It's me, <laughs> So the Joker debuted in Batman number one. So in the first Batman uh, comic Damn. book, yes, in Detective Comics 27. Okay, before Batman had his own comic series, he was in Detective Comics, which was kind of an anthology thing where they would have comic book characters be in this series of comic books. And so in Detective Comics 27, in May of 1939, that's when the Joker was first introduced into Detective Comics. Then in spring of 1940, in Batman number one, he debuted as his own thing. So, like, as mm-hmm. his own part of the Batman universe. Anyway, moving on, that the Joker, that character, was actually based off of uh, the main character from the... Here it is, yes. Uh, from the 1928 uh, film, The Man Who Laughs. If you look at a frame from that movie, you will see it's exactly the Joker. It's a guy with slick back hair. It's a black and white film. Guy mm-hmm. with slick ba- uh, mm-hmm. uh, back hair, a lot of eyeliner, and a lot of lipstick around his mouth, and he smiles so... I don't know how this human being... This is a real person. Like, they didn't have this good of makeup back then in 1940. But, like, this was... Well, in 1928, when the movie came out, that uh, Jeff Robertson is the character, and it is 
frightening. Or, uh, sorry, Conrad uh, Veidt, who uh, Jeff Robertson did the concept art for the Joker. And then Conrad Veidt was, oh my God, it's so freaky. Please, everybody go to the Wikipedia page and look at it. It's frightening. I think we found our fucking picture for the episode, then. That's perfect. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so I'm not going to listen to the episode when it comes out. But... uh, (laughs) But so the Joker was a character that was based on um, based on that character from uh, The Man Who Laughs. Super freaky. And his origin story, more or less, is that he was dropped into a vat of toxic chemicals and he went crazy. The thing that's weird about that is because the Joker never had an origin. And a lot of people didn't want him to have an origin because the point of him is that Batman is supposed to represent order and the Joker is re- supposed to represent chaos. And so, therefore, they are in ops- opposition like that. While a lot of people have been like, okay, well, if we give the ba- the Joker a backstory, then he's no longer kind of this elemental force of chaos. He's actually a human being of some sort. Okay, so- wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me the Joker drops into a vat of chemicals and he just goes insane and becomes one of the most popular villains of all time. But I get dropped in a vat of chemicals <laughs> and I just, I, I just get curly hair? It, it's so weird because, like, you got dropped in the vat of ke- chemicals, became incredibly pale, sunken in eyes, and this ridiculous Cheshire cat smile, and nobody knows who you are. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you know? just people stay away from me, even though mm-hmm. I'm still a sensitive soul. I have mm-hmm. a lot of cats. I, I enjoy uh, reading uh, <laughs> articles. I don't read books. Um, yeah, and I got and I was antagonized by bats as a kid. My parents died, and I fight crime at night, and still nobody. This is we're not getting our due here. Listen, laser. Keon, Keon beats the me the shit out of me all the time. <laughs> Keon beats just... me the shit out of me all the time. All right. Oh, look at the real Riddler over here. He's got riddles trying to decipher what I'm saying. We got the oh fucking God. clip of the week right there, don't we? <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm completely broken. Oh, my God. Oh, oh so who's man. the real Joker now? Now I'm the Batman. Oh, shit. Dude, he stole your identity. This is an audio medium. You're, he's now Batman. <laughs> so most people know who the Joker is, and he survived since 1940. That character has gone on to be the main antagonist for the entire Batman franchise. And there are a bunch of different ages of comics. There's a Golden Age, Silver Age, Bronze Age, and the Modern Age, which we are living in right now. Golden Age was from 1940 to about 1951, and then Silver Age 51 to about 73, 73 to now-ish uh, was the Modern Age, was the uh, uh, Bronze Age, and then from 19... 1989. So around the time when the Batman movies started actually coming out, that's the Modern Age now. The Joker has had many incarnations, and the the reason I want to bring this up is that the quintessential one everyone brings up is the Alan Moore Joker, which is from The Killing Joke, mm-hmm. which is a book that came out in 2008, which is incredibly good. Everybody go read it. It's just one of the best comics or graphic novels ever made. And in that book, you get a little bit of his backstory. You see where he, he actually was a comedian, and then he gets dropped into this vat of acid, and a whole thing happens. But the Joker now, and all of that, all of this to say, and I'm not really going to go too much on the comic book character in general, because what I want to get to is how many incarnations the Joker has had, and how they've been going downhill ever since, Aww. yeah, unfortunately, uh, since the, the best one, which we all know. So um, they had a, st- a steady incline um, when they started, which was the first Joker... That was, let me see if I can find this, this badass, mm-hmm. which was in the, <laughs> if anybody has ever seen the um, Batman series from uh, the 60s, it's incredibly good. It has Adam West as uh, Batman. It's now uh, finally released, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, they released the whole series. Yeah, I think so. The movie is my favorite shit. The 60s Batman movie. <laughs> uh, it's like, 
It's actually the only Batman movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you serious? What the fuck, Laser. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I can't believe Laser hasn't seen a bunch of iconic movies. They're only over a year into this podcast. I can't believe Laser hasn't seen a motion picture that I've seen. What made you see that? Because I went, oh, gee, I think I'll watch the only good Batman movie today. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. I saw, Le- I, wait, wait. I saw Lego Batman. Oh, no. Okay, so you have seen the best Batman movie. That's absolutely correct. So you've seen both the first and second best Batman movies. At least you saw the first two. So um, uh, Cesar Romero is who did the first Joker, and that was the quintessential Joker for a while. Fuck Because he was just so campy and excitable, and no matter what, always had something fun to say to Batman. Uh, moving forward, then we also, uh, like, way in the future, we had the Batman movie that came out in 1989, and we had Jack Nicholson, who played the Joker. And his Joker, for actually for a long time, was the the standing one. Was like, oh, this is the, this is the Joker, this is the freaky one. But in Batman the Animated Series, which had come out in the early 90s, uh, let me see exactly, which was 1993, is Mask of the Phantasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, Mark Hamill plays the Joker, and Mark Hamill's Joker. So, for okay, my friend and I actually in high school had a moment where we we're like, oh, that's the same name as this other guy. Um, for people <laughs> for people <laughs> listening at home and might not realize, uh, Mark Hamill is the guy that played Luke Skywalker in the original trilogy of, well, I mean, in all of the trilogies, because he's continued to play the character in the Star Wars series. And so Luke Skywalker apparently just walked in one day to an audition for a <laughs> for the Batman animated series and was just like, oh, the Joker would be really cool. And somebody just recommended him. And he came in and he did this most maniacal laugh, like very throaty, like smoker's cough laugh and immediately got the role and he's been the best joker since legitimately that was in 93 and it's been consistent he has been the joker and he's returned for all of the best versions of the character including when they remade the or actually made into the animated series uh the killing joke which was the alan moore story all right real quick i just want to say i can beat him oh okay yeah are you ready um i'm ready yeah <laughs> Oh Christ! I'm gonna take you down, Batman. I got a big old baseball bat. Dude, you sound like if Beavis and Butthead were the same person. That's what you just sounded like. I got a real big bat. I got a real big bat. I'm gonna take you out. You kind of sound. Oh my God! Like you and Batman are like kink buddies. You do not sound like the Joker at all. I got a real big bat. You sound like you guys are doing like a role play with a bat. That's what you sound like. Okay. Okay, so getting back on track, Batman had started with Jack Nicholson, then moved on to Mark Hamill, and then reached its fever pitch in the beautiful pinnacle, actually, in my opinion, the best Batman movie, which is The Dark Knight. In that, we have Heath Ledger, who is playing the Joker, and his Joker is so incredibly good because not only is it faithful to a lot of the ideas of him, which is the chaoticness and all of those crazy uh, ideas, and has a spin that he's very, very violent in that movie, but also that he doesn't have a, a set backstory. Even in The Killing Joke, the Joker says, uh, if, I, if I'm supposed to have a history, I, why not make it multiple choice? That's a line that he says in the comic book. Which is dope, by the way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And so, in addition to that, in the Dark Knight movie, he literally just tells people whatever story he thinks would best suit the situation about his backstory, about his history, and how he became... You want to know how he got these scars? So good, because it doesn't really matter. He's just this maniacal villain. Yeah, because it doesn't matter how he got the scars. What matters is what he's doing with the scars. You want to know how I got these scars? I do too. Oh. I just woke up like this one day. 
Wow, that you do have some bad luck, don't you, Laser? <laughs> also, I just real quick, this is my last interruption for the rest of this topic. I thought of a better joke than one of them before. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. We'll cut. We'll, let's cut that one out. <clears throat> so. The, the, you're telling me the Joker falls into Nevada chemicals and he goes crazy, but I fall into Nevada chemicals and I just get a gigantic penis? All right, thank you. Thank you. Bowing, bowing. Give me my Oscars, my Tonys, my Emmys. There you go. <laughs> was that better, Keon? It was leagues better. Are you kidding me? It was longer. <laughs> yes, it was. Get it? Because he has a big penis. Anyway, let's finish <laughs> there up you go. the Joker. <laughs> Dab. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm. Uh, the the main things to talk about is that it was such a good performance that Heath Ledger actually won a, po- a posthumous uh, Academy Award for it. That was awarded, they given to his daughter. Um, and then moving forward, the voice kind of just moved around because Mark Hamill started moving towards other things he didn't want to voice the Joker all the time, as well as there's only so many times that you can pull Mark Hamill in to do the voice. So in Young Justice, Brent uh, Spiner did the voice. Uh, in Batman Under the Red Hood, John DiMaggio did the voice. He was voiced by uh, Zach Galifianakis in the uh, the Lego Batman movie, and that was incredibly good. <laughs> that was pretty dope, dude. That whole movie was so good. I was surprised how much I liked it. Yeah, it, especially Will Arnett as Batman was incredibly... It was fantastic. If you haven't seen the Batman movie, that's probably the most fun you'll you'll have watching a Batman anything. 200%. And it has so much, so many things for the uh, for the audience. Just the last thing I want to say, and the reason why I brought up this this entire topic, mm-hmm. is because Jay Jared J Leno, Jared fucking Leno, <laughs> Jay Leno, Jared J Leno, you <laughs> you pizza shit, you motherfucker, this extra large dude, oh this extra large pizza pizza shit, decided to well, so he was cast to be the Joker in the new um, DC cinematic universe, and moving forward, he was supposed to just continue to do that, and it. It, he premiered in the Suicide Squad movie in nineteen in nineteen in nineteen ninety two in nineteen twelve <laughs> uh, in twenty sixteen and so that was a year before the Lego Batman movie so the Lego Batman movie was a good palate cleanser for this piece of garbage because Jared Leto. <laughs> Everybody, when uh, The Dark Knight was coming out, was hearing about the method acting that Heath Ledger was doing and that how he was getting in this place, he would be doing the voice all the time. He actually had done a, a movie right before that called The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus in which he had met Tom Waits. Tom Waits has this d- just gross voice. And so he actually kind of like pulled from that voice to do the Joker. And it's like very raspy and gross and he speaks in very specific syllables. And so exactly, that's like where that came from. He did a lot of work and a lot of method acting. Jared Leto, Leto thought it would be fine to do, do his own method acting for his character to be this weird gangster type character. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, all of his stuff had to do with like, he would send used condoms oh, and like rat feces yeah. to his co-workers, oh, well, so co-stars, and he would just awful, awful dumb shit. And it kind of honestly makes sense for the character he ended up playing, which was this terribly dumb thug gangster that makes <laughs> no sense. And he's called the... Um, the bad man. He's called the... Uh, he's called Badman. <laughs> yeah, he's called the clown prince of crime in the comic books. But mm-hmm. in this one, they're like, let's make him a gangster prince of whatever, of the town. Fucking terrible. Doesn't and he so, literally have thug on his like fingers in this? I feel like they some, have a close-up uh, of that. 
Something like that. And the I mean, to punctuate how bad it was, is that I don't know if in the actual final film they got rid of it, but on his forehead it said damaged. Yeah. So fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And he had like, the one thing I liked was he had like a smile on his hand. And if he put his hand over his mouth, it would look like he was smiling. I'm like, ah, oh, that's kind of cute. But aside from that, very, very fucking stupid. So... All of us to say that the bat and also there's this really cool comic uh, series where the Joker actually has a part where he uh, Batman asks a computer that knows everything in the universe what the identity of the Joker is. And it says that there are three different Jokers like in the comic series. So it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? That's so funny. People have alluded that and there's a bunch of videos online that those were the three Jokers that had come out at that time. That was Jack Nicholson. Um, I think Mark Hamill and um, Heath Ledger. Mm. But now we have now we have this official one that's awful. And luckily, coming in uh, at the end of 2019, we have Joaquin Phoenix, who's a crazy, uh, like crazy, crazy, incredible actor who will be playing the Joker. And hopefully, it'll it'll be pretty good. It seems to be based off of the Killing Joke, so we'll see how well that works. I, I legitimately might actually see that one. Did you I'd... watch the new trailer? I like the trailer. The trailer was really good. Oh yeah, seriously. And I mean, it's I I think. Martin Scorsese had a hand in producing it. Todd Phillips is directing, so I'm on board. It's going to be good. Back to you guys. That's enough of me talking about just this crazy lineage of this pretty pretty dope character. Uh, legitimately, in high school, my friend and I were like super about it. I'm still waiting for my call from Mr. Hollywood. Uh, oh my god! I, I, I'll All be right. Joker anytime. I don't need makeup. I um I watched. Dark Phoenix, which uh, I could take an entire episode to talk about Dark Phoenix, but um, I would love to. It's uh, I'll I'll say I'll say this: I didn't particularly get sold on the idea of Disney ever wanting to keep that series going now that they own it. I'll say that. Yeah, I I think they're they're rebooting it after this movie. I think that what I was like hearing from all the rumors was if this movie did really well, it would save them, and if it doesn't do very well, then they're gone. And I gotta tell you, I think they're gone. <laughs> yeah, that's and the, that's the thing that sucks the most. And also that just sucks about the Jared Leto Joker is that when you have really cool characters and really cool plot lines, when they're done a really terrible disservice on the screen, you're like, oh, cool. I'm just never going to watch this stuff ever again on the screen. I'm not going to go back because I don't want this to be ruined. And that's what Jared Leto's Joker was. It was like such a subversion that it was awful. And I feel like that's... You can't jump the shark that quickly when it comes to the X-Men and they immediately like no spoilers for the movie, but they go fuck in, in the terrible places with like a lot of stuff that's in the comic books, but also just doesn't make sense in the movie. And it's just all all kind of weirdly put this fucking movie. So it sucks when that happens, when people just kind of want to make money and they don't think about how the plot line's going to. Yeah, but that's pretty much the entirety of Suicide Squad. So thank God that James Gunn is, <laughs> you know, rebooting it anyway. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to, uh, Laser, who's going to be talking about something... Also Joker-related. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like, the topic. All right, guys. Um, <clears throat> uh, you know, let's just be real here. Uh, why are you guys looking cool? <laughs> okay. Um, Keon, you want to... Yeah, for me, I mean, I've just been eating a bunch of s'mores, and that makes me a little relaxed, and that's why I, I feel cool, I look cool, I'm, uh, you know, I, I, the thermostat's a little bit hot in my apartment, but I'm I'm feeling feeling pretty good, so 
The reason I'm I'm looking cool is because I've been doing some pretty rad things, dog, and I've been living in the '90s. Hell yeah, hell bit. yeah. Oh, that makes that makes way more a sense. Bit. Shooting some b-ball outside school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started so making trouble in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got in one little fight. And my mom got scared and said, "Hey, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air." You know, I, I actually I got in a fight and my mom got scared and I just changed schools. So I just <laughs> oh, want to no. say your mom can chill. <laughs> oh, no. You know. Okay, Matt. I'm just scared for his well-being. Where did you change schools to? Uh, I made I I switched schools after the sixth grade. Because he because he you thought he was gay. Straight and you thought, damn it! <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I got it in. <laughs> oh, I clipped the hell out of that audio. <laughs> Me too, man. That. And you know what? It's fine. Oh fuck! <laughs> I don't even know what the question was anymore. <laughs> that was too funny. That is. The weirdest long-running joke we have on this show. <laughs> Why are you looking cool, Matt? Uh, well, I went to the thrift shop and I got, like a <laughs> super shit. dope shirt for like a buck. Wearing your like, granddad's clothes, you look incredible. Yeah, come up. Listen, it was ninety-nine cents. That's why I'm looking and feeling cool. <laughs> it is piss, right? That's what he says yeah. there, right? Yes, yes. Okay, I'm just making sure. Um, no, I mean I'm I'm looking cool, I guess, because uh, I got these uh, these new shades. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got these new uh, new prescription sunglasses. No, I I don't know. I'm looking cool because I'm sitting in my living room in front of a microphone. Mm-hmm. And uh, who doesn't look cool like that, right? I'll tell you, I sure as hell don't. <laughs> I just want to say, how often do you guys think I have pants on for our recordings? I just assume neither of us have shirts or pants on. I do. I usually wear a shirt because I don't want to get my sweat all over everything. So for our audience that actually might picture us recording, we're in like suits and ties and we're super oh, I'm we're super joking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super joking. Yeah. Just I'm so always we were super joking. dressed in the mm-hmm. nines. Tuxedo, usually. I dress like I'm flying in the <laughs> 50s when I record. I dress like I'm running in the 90s. That's initial D joke for anybody that got that. I dress like I'm high as hell in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> all right, laser. All the what the fuck? I, Why do we look cool? Oh, well, first, guys, I want to talk about the philosophy of Carl Jung. So, oh, wow. Um, Carl wow. Jung. Wow. Uh, okay. He, uh, let's talk about the term persona and his theories based on persona. So, the, the term persona comes from Carl Jung, who describes it as a kind of mask. He says that this mask is used to confront society and the expectations society foists upon us. Most of us are conscious of presenting a version of ourselves to other people that doesn't reflect our true selves of one time or another. This is the persona. He describes it as a guise we assume to confront society, and it has a protective element. Everyone has a persona. It's not something you summon as a source of power. If you over-identify with the persona, you, as he says, a man cannot get rid of himself in favor of an artificial personality without punishment. Holy shit. <clears throat> so then let's talk about shadows. Like the hedgehog? Yes, just like the hedgehog. Um, his Yay. description of the shadow is uh, that we all carry in our unconscious. He means the negative side of the personality, the sum of all the unpleasant qualities we would like to hide with the persona. So now there's the collective unconscious, which uh, is described as us. The collective unconscious is a part of the psyche, which can be negatively distinguished from a personal unconscious by the fact that it does not, like the latter, owe its existence to personal experience and consequently is not a personal acquisition. So it's the structures of the unconscious mind that all human beings share because we are human. 
So then we have the. <laughs> no, 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 Keon. Keon, future Keon, leave in every second of that <laughs> I My brain just kind of like imploded a little bit. I'm just like, I want to see where this is fucking going. I want, I'm going to peel back the curtain just a touch. I uh, accidentally closed all of the tabs on my phone and am really quickly trying to get my research back up. <laughs> it's fine. So um, he also speaks on archetypes, which a lot of us know that. Uh, there are many archetypes. His collective unconscious is an attempt to account for common symbols and motifs that emerge across time and space. He calls these motifs and symbols archetypes. They not only appear in our dreams, but as recurring character types in mythology, religion, and fiction. The wise old man, the trickster, the mother, and the shadow. Oh. There's, for example, there's Philemon, which Jung uh, wrote of his encounters with a guru type, uh, guru like archetype that he also called Philemon. This was in his dreams. With these things, uh, he actually associated many of these with the uh, tarot. Uh, Jung argued that the tarot is representations of archetypes, such as the magician, the fool, and the hermit are recurrent figures that appear in myth, legend, and fable. He advocated something called individualization, a process of integrating the disparate unconscious elements of a person's personality through encounters with archetypes to become whole. So it's the idea to separate yourself from these things. So what the fuck does all this have to do with looking cool? <laughs> Literally my thoughts. Thank you. <laughs> well, let's talk about the Persona series. Now, the Persona series is A, good, B, really good, and C... <laughs> it's pretty good um so the, <laughs> it's a series of games by the it way it is a everyone. series of games yes. video the games. first persona uh came out for i believe the ps1 um and it focused on a group of high school students which uh through uh battle discovers that they have personas which are representative of the mass that they face society all that sort of stuff and the Jungian philosophy is present throughout the game um it also uses a bit of freudian theory with the id the ego and the super ego mm -hmm. And it has to deal with diving within like an alternate world and facing the ideal self and things like that. And it's really, really good. So Persona 1's kind of got a cult following. It was one of the first things in the Shin Megami Tensei series to make its way to the United States. By the way, I just want to say right now, I am not reading from anything now. Oh, no. Here all we the, go. All the, nuts. all the young stuff that was reading off a page. It was a Kotaku article. I had already verified it all before. <laughs> Kotaku usually sucks, but I made sure. Um, so <laughs> Proud of uh, in the first game that they really did deal with the id the ego the super ego it all focuses around this one character in the first localization named mary who um is uh who you actually deal with her alternate self who is her ideal self for the majority of the game while her current self is bedridden and like has to deal with that sort of thing holy shit so each game sort of has a theme the first one is kind of the especially the persona and the especially the freudian theory the second game which i won't dive into the story of has to deal with like rumors and and society and it's actually got really interesting mechanics where you can spread rumors to change the game holy like, shit um, like you can spread a rumor that the ramen shop in town is actually secretly also sells black market weapons and then it will start selling it what oh my what the yeah fuck? it's like That's badass it's really cool like that um so persona 3 is when like things really changed there was some uh change in direction everything and in persona 3 the theme has to deal with um it has to deal with death especially mm -hmm. um and each character invokes their persona which is a lot of these personas are uh, based on mythology and um, and literature there's it's it's mostly like uh, greek norse all that sort of mythologies 
And then there's a few um, HP Lovecraft ones, you know, just to really mix that up. Um, so a lot of Japanese mythology, because these games are from Japan. Um, in Persona 3, they use these things called the Evoker, which looks like a literal gun that they hold to their head and pull, which summons their persona. And while that may seem like it has to deal with, like, the, you know, them being suicidal or accepting death, it's actually, um, it has to deal with them surviving as hard as they can, as like an antithesis huh. to it. So Persona Persona 4 was the one of the most popular games out of all the series. Like it was the cash cow for Atlas, the company that makes it. Um, and that had to do with finding the truth. It was really fun. I actually just beat it with Jay. So really? much fun. Yeah, it's um, starting with Persona 3. There's not only like just the story, but you interact with different characters that represent each of the tarot cards um, and you interact with them and sort of have like a little story with each one and manage your time. And it's really, really fun. Um, so that game, super good. Really recommend it. Part 5. Persona 5. Yeah, buddy. Persona 5 has been absolutely huge and for good reason it has revolutionized ui in video games user interface i'm the second i like turned it on and like played the first cutscene i was nutting <laughs> it was just like <laughs> what i mean the the user interface in that game is the most beautiful thing like it is all thematically consistent and it is so dynamic that like you get completely engrossed in the game it is amazing but enough talking about just the amazing things about the game there uh, Persona 5's theme is liberation, which especially can relate sort of talking about the individualization from the archetypes. And it's about um, people just like coming out of their places in society. Your main character, um, uh, he was um, falsely convicted of something because he like called the police on a politician. Hmm. And uh, so everyone thinks he's like this bad guy just going to like this school as part of like a rehabilitation program. And he like breaks out of that. And like, you have to like change the hearts of certain people and persona five. Uh, it, you just gain all these friends. It's really amazing. It's just a beautiful game. And the reason why I said, why are you guys looking cool is because, when your character scores a critical hit in battle, your character that like comments on your battle goes, "Looking cool, Joker," because your name, <laughs> your your secret identity name is Joker. Uh, that okay. took like a thousand go. years to become relevant. Yeah. Joker wow. is also in Super Smash Brothers. Laser has gotten to he's he's rung the bell. He's he's said exactly what I needed him to say, which is Super Smash Brothers has introduced Joker, and as of today, has also introduced Banjo Kazooie. Cameron, if Fuck you're listening. Get fucking excited. Banjo-Kazooie, which has been not had a game for like, I think the last years. one was 19, 1999 or 1997, has officially joined Smash Brothers. Holy shit. I'm so goddamn excited. <laughs> Everyone that's listening, go spread the good word. Hell yeah. Start spreading the news. Banjo and Kazooie are here to stay. <laughs> All right, We're gonna be a part of it. I'm gonna stop you right here. As well as Persona Five is gonna have some DLC coming out called Royale, and it yes, looks really I, good. I was gonna mention that Persona Five Royal. They actually, um, they had complete like sort of like how Pokemon had like Sapphire Ruby, and then there was Emerald, which was kind of a remake and added a lot of things on. Persona Three had Persona Three Fes, and then Persona Four had Persona Four Golden, and now um, Persona Five Royal, which releases in the West in 2020, was just announced, and it adds a bunch of new characters. It adds like a whole nother like really awesome dungeon, which the gameplay there it, it's 
it is like to even just call it a step up from Persona 4 is just so it's like if Persona 4 is walking on the ground, Persona 5 is in a rocket ship. Oh, I mean, really, it, it, it just the, the like the level of difference between the games, the like the dynamic, the writing Persona 4 is really good, but you can tell it was written in the mid 2000s. It's uh, sort of like when you watch Friends nowadays and you go, ooh, everyone in New York is white. Yeah, like you. Well, I mean, every one of the games in Japan, so like there's less of a problem there. But yeah, it's, you know, there's some humor that's like, well, Persona 5 is slightly more adapted to a modern audience. There's some problems that, you know, are kind of a problem in Japanese culture, which we're definitely not going to get into. But yeah, so Persona 5 Royal is releasing, and I am going to get it, even though I've beaten Persona 5 because I'm super excited. Okay. Hell yes. 10 out of 10. Yeah. So, Matt. <laughs> All right. Uh, this next segment's uh, our why not segment where Matt skips no, Matt, his topic. No, Matt, and... Matt, Matt, be... <laughs> Matt. You Sounds good to me. It. We've just been talking about our random like fandoms that we like, so I'm cool with yeah. <laughs> just going to the why not. <laughs> no, I, uh, here's my why question for you. Uh, why are jokers wild? Why are jokers wild? Well, as we all know, if you're... See, here's the thing. Good jokers are wild because a big part of humor is subverting the expectations. So if mm-hmm. an easy way to subvert expectations is to go wildly beyond them. Like, obviously, you got to rein it in to be nonsensical only works at a level. To be a good joker, you know, you have to come out of left field sometimes. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts, Hey Riddle Riddle, you don't know what these <laughs> people are going to say. And it is absolutely amazing. Um, they're one of my inspirations for improv. And I like I when I bring something out of left field like it's because i listen to that podcast a lot and it just warms me up <laughs> i i have to stop myself from like referencing their jokes because i don't want to be stealing it oh damn well damn uh, now i gotta listen it's so good i guess that's an answer to to my keon what do you got it's for me it's the transitive property that in the lego batman movie there was the joker <laughs> also there was batman and in the lego movie there's batman but then there's also a character named wild style so they all have to share some attributes amongst them. That's just how the transitive property works. So the Joker, Wild Style, basically the same person. All right. Well, you guys both nailed it. Um, awesome. So uh, let's make us a mod. The fuck. Wait. No. <laughs> Skipping why not, too. Wow. Let's so, go. <laughs> I'm powering down after those s'mores. You guys can tell I got just, some brain fog going. We haven't even done the why not segment. He's like, let's take a break. I, I need all right, it. All right. Matt, Matt. So the, the Joker... Um, is a playing card. I know. Who would have thought? Whoa. Whoa. Where'd that come from? Wow. Yeah. And it's found in pretty much every modern deck of cards, um, that, or at least playing cards, uh, but particularly the French-suited uh, modern decks that we play with uh, most, most card games. And, of course, there's, there's your four suits that have all of the other cards, but there's usually at least one Joker, sometimes two. And the card actually originated... In America. No, of course. America is the land of the fools. Huh? Wait, it originated in America? Yeah. Can you believe that? Not, well, I thought that like 
cards were ye old thing that originated they are, like, but by Elder Gods. I'm, I'm getting I mean, there. Nintendo uh, started off making playing cards. Isn't that fucking crazy? <laughs> like, it is pretty wild. Like, Nintendo means leave luck to, like, the heavens or God. That's fucking Sorry, insane. Real quick, I want to talk about a uh, Tumblr post that I read. Wow. But um, because Dracula's public domain as well as... Um, as well as Sherlock and the fact that they existed at the same time that Nintendo still existed canonically you like canonically, but like you can write perfectly accurate, like fan fiction of Sherlock Holmes teaming up with Dracula and going to Japan and playing some <laughs> Nintendo playing cards. And it would be period. Oh, yes. Man, oh my God. that would be wild. Ah, it would be wild. Um, so as I said, the Joker originated in the U.S. I know I'm just as shocked as you because cards did not originate in the United States, of course. Um, the most card games originated uh, from Spanish, French, and Italian locations. Okay, that's what I thought. Yes, it, but we actually got the uh, game Euchre, if you've ever heard of it. I've heard of it in in a swan song long ago. <laughs> well, I'll, really, I'm shocked. I haven't. I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't know shit exactly. about it. Exactly. So, quick sidetrack. Euchre is a trick-taking card game, most commonly played with four people with a deck of 24, 28, or 32. Basically, your usual sta- standard playing cards it's, is what you would use to play it, but you just want to get rid of all your low cards, the idea being that you're trying to have trump cards. Now, this is where the Joker being created comes in. The Joker was actually added to modern packs and created during the Civil War when Euchre became popular in the United States because it became the ultimate trump card for the game. Wait, ultimate how? Ultimate meaning it beat every other card. So the Ah, Euchre is based on uh, the idea, kind of like, you know, different iterations of the game later for like spades and things like that where... Uh, you having a higher card and a different suit, uh, you wanted to trump the other people. Mm-hmm. And it would take me a little bit to explain this game because I just learned about it and it is surprisingly complicated. But the idea being that the more trump cards you had, the better you would do in the game and you actually have a partnership with someone else. So the Joker became the ultimate trump card that was created uh, for decks in the United States. Uh, and the the uh, it became known as the top trump or best bower. Um, from the German word Bauer for farmer. It's actually from the name Jack Bauer. It's actually Jack <laughs> Bauer from 24, uh, the ultimate mm-hmm. trump card. Yeah, and there's 24 cards in a deck. Huh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. I swear to God. <laughs> Open your eyes, sheeple. Uh, and so the game actually uh, is closely related to the French game. Uh, I'm going to butcher this. Ecarte, I think. Ecarte. Ecarte. Enchanté. Oui, oui. <laughs> That was popularized by the Cornish and the Pennsylvania Dutch and then became Euchre in the United States. Um, And then hence we created the Joker. But getting back to the Joker, it was created as this ultimate trump card for the game Euchre. But then, of course, it became uh, uh, often used as trump cards in other card games and then became the defunct or or the default wild card. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So what is yeah. What does wild mean in that sense? Okay, so uh, wild, a wild man. is any card that may be used to represent another card or cards. And so sometimes you would, um, you could say jokers are wild or twos are wild or eights are wild, right? Okay. But jokers are usually the automatic wild card because in oh, the deck okay. they don't represent anything else. Huh, okay. So for example, if you had a joker 
a lot of the time, if you're playing a card game and you're using the Joker, it would be a wild card or it could be a trump card, meaning it would trump anything else played. So like, let's say you're playing a game where like you got to put a card higher than whatever's on the board. Uh, a lot of the okay. time, the Joker would be an auto trump card or sometimes it will be an auto trump card, but it just defaults to the highest card. So it would be like an mm-hmm. extra ace. And then you get to yell Uno and, and get the Yahtzee, right? Correct. And then you get to yell yeah. Uno, get the Yahtzee, and then Rubby Q. And then sorry. Mm. <laughs> that was good. Now, Damn it. in my version of the game, every round you lose, you do lose a finger. Is this I... normal? Because I've never lost, as you can tell by my many fingers, but I've ruined a lot of lives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the, the point is, uh, Jokers, uh, why are they wild? Because they started off as a trump card. And then based on that fact, they played the wild card for many different things, meaning they could represent pretty much anything you wanted. And why is that? Because as Keon so well showed us, the Joker is chaos, and that's all you really need. Mm-hmm. Joker is the original troll face. So, Oh my God, it's been years. <laughs> why why would you say that? it's the troll why'd you say that man? name that was a whole time ago so anyway um as i was saying uh, i i tried to se- segue into what keon said but it doesn't matter um most decks come with two <laughs> jokers and they generally fill a wild uh situation sometimes they have two jokers because a joker can be the nut high and the nut low meaning it could be your best the nut high yeah i heard it too listen it in cards, it means, like, the best, okay? It doesn't mean what you guys are insinuating. Stop being dirty. Got a nut. I, sometimes you got a nut, you accidentally nut low, but you got to hit those nut highs. Okay. <laughs> I, I hate myself We're right bad now. people. I'm just going to... This is the last thing I'm going to say because, you know, I'm not going to win this one. Um, <laughs> each deck comes with two Joker cards, and I'm just going to share a couple uses of the Joker in popular card games, perhaps ones that you've played. Um, Euchre, as we said... The highest trump or top bower card. Uh, Jin Rummy, it's a wild card and can be used as any necessary rank or suit to complete. Uh, I'm sure you've all played Jin Rummy at some point. Uh, Poker, it can be wild. There can be a bug, a limited form of wild card, which can only be used to complete straights or flushes. And then, of course, what's your favorite game, Keon? Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. The personal why not section. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite game. (sighs) Let's go fish. Oh, go fuck yourselves. I'm sorry. You asked my favorite game. <laughs> it's go fish. I I didn't know that was my Your favorite, favorite game. Your favorite game is go fuck yourself, Keon. This is the why not segment <laughs> where we ask each other why not on a topic and we debate it. And that's right. This time, guess what our why not is, Laser? Is it go fish? Um, I'm gonna guess. Um, card games. Yes, and I'm pro. Yeet. Um, uh, Keon. Keon. You <laughs> I'm gonna go. be neutral, please. All right, I'll be negative. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll start. Okay. Um, let me just formulate my argument real quick. Boop, ba, da, da, All right, hey guys. Um, so gambling is bad. And the thing <laughs> that's is, not um, what I, I mean, I didn't. Well, I wasn't I, thinking gambling, but that's fair. I mean, look, no, but I, for, I like, mean, he's not wrong at all. One of the most traditional things that enable gambling. I mean, like, it, let's see. Okay, so there's slots, there's roulette, and there's a billion card games. You got They're called jack, working got... people, not slots. Jesus. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, fuck? It's the oldest profession. <laughs> Laser. Oh, Jesus. My... Like... <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. 
Are you sorry? So sorry. Yeah, a little. So um, there's like Texas Hold'em poker and all the other, whatever other kinds of poker there are, they don't matter. Um, there's uh, Blackjack and uh, there's probably other ones, but I don't feel like naming them all right now because you know what? Your time is valuable. Um, so anyway, uh, there's definitely the enabling of that. Um, as with uh, many competitive games, I feel like card games, listen, card games get violent. Slapjack, first off. Slapjack has hurt my hand. Second Laser. off, bring Slapjack to casinos. <laughs> Slapjack enabled us to have one of the best evenings we've ever had. Listen, listen, bring Slapjack to casinos and then I will never be negative on card games again. I just pulled out my headphones. I can't hear you. I can't Perfect. hear you. That was a great segue. Keon, you. you're the middle ground. What do you, you think? Okay, I can hear you again. Uh, as the middle ground, I'd say that um, I love... I love card games for the fact that, okay, well, okay, so I'm going to swerve because, okay, we got Blackjack, we got all the stuff, we got all those cool games, Go Fish, apparently, that's my favorite game, I didn't even fucking know. Come on, Keon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we got to talk about them, good, 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 good collectible card games. We're talking Pokemans, we're talking about Magic the Gathering, we're talking about Duel Masters, and then we're talking about the Pièce de Résistance. Yu-Gi-Oh! The best shit. The <laughs> oh, best. shit, son. So much so. Now, there's a video online. Everyone, please go look it up right now. That's called I Summoned Pot of Greed. <laughs> have you guys seen that video? No, I have not, but, but I'll have to watch a, it now. It's a dude in like a VR role-playing match where like you're supposed to play like Yu-Gi-Oh cards how you're supposed to play them. There's no like solidified rules because it's a rudimentary VR game. But you have dual discs and you have everything. And a dude just keeps saying like in Kaiba's voice like, I summon Pot of Greed, which allows me to draw three cards from the top of my deck. And he <laughs> nice. just keeps <laughs> playing it. He picks it up and keeps playing it. And the guy's like, you can't do that. And then it's... It's just so good. I love okay, it. Okay, so go watch that. But, I mean, uh, growing up, absolutely love those card games. Seriously, an entire... It's why I'm good at maths. But, unfortunately, that shit costs money. And now, I mean, like, there's a return on investment. A lot of my cards actually have a pretty decent value. But, like, in general, that's where all of my money went when I was a kid. And uh, in booster packs, that's... Booster packs were the earliest loot boxes. Like, True. come on, kids. They were basically gambling for kids, which is... They, they still are. still it's, are gambling for kids. Mm -hmm. But, the, and this is the loophole with loot boxes, is that they're technically not gambling because you receive an item when you buy something. Even though it is, it is at a lower, per, like price then you'd want something it's technically not gambling because you are receiving something like an item for your money yeah that's how they can get away with it but it still gives you that same dopamine rush if you get something good or not you know that's the freemium games loophole i hate that shit have we talked about uh, i don't know if we've ever talked about how pachinko works as gambling in japan I don't know, I, but we're not going to today. So I'm going to say... You're right. That's way too long. I'm positive because I grew up... Uh, and I, I took this more as like... Both what Keon's talking about a little, like uh, trading card games, but mostly like, you know, playing Rummy or uh, uh, Spoons or crazy stupid camp games or things like that with friends. And I still do that all the time. And I love playing cards with friends. Uh, I also really love poker. And so I think there's a lot of really great things about any game, but I think that any gaming type of asset can be used well or poorly. I think we can definitely think of some examples of that within anything like video games are great, but there's tons of terrible video games and video games that have bad and good uh, impacts on the world. And so I'd say uh, card games, hesit hesitant thumb thumbs up. 
Yeah, definitely. I, I'm like, I'm chill with them. But you know, yeah. after after all of that, I think that we should let's take a break. Let's take a break. It's time to do it. To do. It's time to take a break. Poker. I barely know her. We make a good podcast. If you're staying up too late, say hey Hey, oh, yeah, that's, that's me. Hi, everybody, it's Keon, and thank you so much for listening to Why Joker from our Good Good Why podcast. It is 11.30 the night before this is supposed to go out, and I wanted to make sure I got a good, good break in for you. So you can find Why a podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, and Neopets, all at Why a podcast, all one word, except for Neopets, that's W-H-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, Unless it's Neopets, then that's W-H-Y underscore A underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Please feel free to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because that helps us out just so much, like a redonkulous amount. And thank you so much for everybody that's already left a review. We really appreciate it. Please feel free to shoot us a question, future topic, or personal why question at whyapodcast at gmail.com. And a super huge shout out to Evan Draper for our theme music. You can find him and all of his work at Silo Digital on social media. That's P-S-Y-L-O Digital on social media. And if you want to help us out with our stretch goals, please feel free to like us on Facebook. As soon as we hit 250 likes, one of those people will be picked to get a free 3D print from my 3D printing company, Print3D LLC. Once we hit 150 subscribers or listeners, then we will be making a, an episode that is tailored to your needs. We'll make a thread on our Facebook page, and whatever you guys say, we will do. And finally, if we hit 50 reviews on Apple Podcasts, that's coming up quick. You guys are reviewing up a storm. We really appreciate it. Once we hit 50 reviews... Laser Elric will be doing an episode where he eats a habanero pepper at the beginning and a habanero pepper at the break. And I just really want that episode. So please, please, please leave a review of any kind. But five stars would be really cool on Apple Podcasts. And uh, let's get back to that show. Let's let's quit joking around if you know what I'm saying. I'm tired. Okay, bye, guys. Suck it on, shit it off, always got the taste freeze. And we're Dude. back. And we're back. Hey, guys. Uh, lastly, we have our own personal why questions. Uh, you know, just let's just get to it, you know. Uh, the, why don't we go around the table and ask each other the personal why question? Uh, all right. Um, I, laser. Fight. Yes. Uh, why do you think that uh, r- rice is... I, I got, I got re- one. I got okay. one. I got one for everybody. Everybody sitting here. Thank God. Why is <laughs> why is your favorite playing card your favorite playing card? Got it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. I've got it. All Ready, right. Freddy. All right. Uh, I mean, you know what? You know what? I'll begin. Uh, my favorite is Queen, cause yas Queen, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also talking about collectible card games for like oh, Pokemon, okay. Magic the Gathering. I liked the I, shameful. I, Shameless plug there, though. I liked uh, I Shameless liked plug to last week's episode. Yeah, go go yeah. listen to Why Queen again. All right. So anyway, uh, real quick, Second my actual, like, the dog, my, actual to free. Uh, my favorite actual, like, card game is definitely, uh, definitely, I'd say the Pokemon trading card game. Nice. Uh, yeah. I actually wait, wait the... did you play, like, the actual card game? No, but I sure as fuck had a lot of cards. Exa- um, exactly. I, actually... I never knew how oh, to play yeah. this fucking thing. I, I have a huge binder full of cards, and I uh, got most of them at one garage sale for way too cheap. Because <laughs> I'll take them. They are, they no. <laughs> Why I not? Legitimately sell well, these then I'll cards take for, them. 
I could legitimately sell these cards for probably a couple hundred dollars minimum. Which oh, means yeah. that you could give them to Matt for zero dollars oh, and You're love. so right. I could totally do that. And, you know, while I do that, why don't I get a second circumcision? <laughs> Listen, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> okay. Well, you can also leave them in our chip, tip jar for Why a Podcast, anybody <laughs> yes. that wants to do that. I'm going to shred them into digital currency and oh, put them yeah. in our tip jar. Uh, That's a pretty pit- Bitcoin right there. <laughs> I finally set up the tip jar. At least it will be set up by the time this episode gets out. So <laughs> if you want to tip us, there's a tip jar on our website that'd be cool we'll also probably share the link uh we're trying to save money 25 cents can get a gumball just, just <laughs> give me a quarter I, I have braces but they'll be off soon enough and and i i, I miss gum man give i don't like gum. the way that you're groveling anyway my favorite card give me some gum. Uh, la- laser what is your favorite card my favorite oh like my uh, favorite of, playing card yeah of the pokemon my favorite pokemon card yeah oh oh man i have this holographic japanese um I think a Chansey. It's been a long time Aww. since I looked it up, but that's definitely my favorite. That's worth a lot, dude. Good for you. It really isn't. It's like 50 cents I looked <laughs> I it up. I know. Like, dude, half a dollar. Holy shit. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. two gumballs, motherfucker. <laughs> Holy crap. Put it in the tip jar. Um, <laughs> why is it your favorite card, though? Why is it my... Oh, I mean... Because uh, I got this massive binder of cards. and Okay, like, oh. and my favorite card, if we're talking <laughs> playing cards, and uh, I'm lighting would probably be fire, the just... Joker or the Ace. I love both of those. Oh. Um, but if we're talking like trading cards, um, I had a holographic Pikachu card. Ah, uh, shit. Nice. I loved that shit. I don't know if I still have it. And I, I used to, and this is literally only because of like watching Yu-Gi-Oh! as a kid, like, it's what is it? Blue eyes, white dragon. Is that what it is? Yes. I had uh, I had three of them, and they were very difficult to get at one point. And so, like, I felt like like the biggest gangster in yeah. my childhood. I mean, you are Matt. Matt is. Listen, y'all don't know Matt enough. Matt has Matt's a gangster. I live in the shadow realm twenty four seven. My dude. Hey, Keon. What's your favorite card? Um, my favorite card, well, my favorite card in a deck is Ace, because I usually try to take that, like, gamer tag wherever I am, just because when I was in high school or middle school, actually middle school, yeah, in elementary school, I thought that was, like, the cool name, like, Ace, oh, yeah. Oh, man. So, what, what, real quick, this is an extremely quick personal white question, what nickname did you want in middle school? Me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably yeah, or, Ace. Or, like, any of us. Um, Ace, just not, um, Prick, or whatever I was called, uh-huh. so, yeah. <laughs> how about you? Uh, I just want to be called anything other than Lazy Laser. There we go. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, Boozer. That wasn't great. Oh. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Jesus, guys. Something... All right. What a... <laughs> is there something you didn't want to be called in middle school? What a way to be ending the episode. I didn't want to be called Maddie. All right. This okay. is no, 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 no. I'm not fucking. Podcast. I'm not fucking done. I'm not hey, fucking guys. done. I'm not fucking done. Oh, I'm so My sorry. favorite goddamn so, playing. No, I am so sorry. You better be. My I'm favorite so playing sorry. cards in this order are the holographic Charizard that I have. I still fucking have it. So come at me, bros. I will take that shit to the grave. <laughs> and shit, yes, son. and Slifer the Sky Dragon, which I actually got one of the Egyptian god cards from Yu-Gi-Oh. And my brother had Obelisk the Tormentor, and our friend had uh the raw the mega ultra chicken so like that was that was the cool shit in middle school 
Thank you guys so much for listening to Why a Podcast. <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening to Why a Podcast. Uh, you can find Why a Podcast and everything we mentioned in the break. Don't forget, we still have all these incentives. <laughs> I'm begging you, listen, I want to eat that pepper. I want Keon to make that 3D printed thing. I want to start an ASMR channel, and I want that one <laughs> other thing. Oh, the, the special episode. To have yeah, it. where they get to request what we do. <laughs> that voted on by you. Like I said, we'll do anything all right so you listen to why a podcast right i mean uh if you made it this far you've at least committed the cardinal sin of doing one episode it's the sunk cost fallacy yeah they're already too deep anyway thanks for listening to our podcast (laughs) i am laser this episode is now over elric i am matthew this episode is concluding shortly slaza and i'm keon i ate too many s'mores and now i'm old brain foggy boozar (laughs) and now you know why you shouldn't eat so many s'mores keon now you know why now you know why (laughs) screw the rules i have money Second on, Chitty Dogs and a Wild Podcast. Bye. Oh, shit, there's holes in my shirt.